Welcome to the Musing Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Eric James. Today, I'm talking about where are the people? There's no one out there. For a year now, I've been living in Minneapolis, my hometown. And, uh, okay, I grew up in the suburbs, but I lived in Minneapolis for 10 years, so I can claim some hometownness. Where are the people? I've been walking two, two, three miles a day, going to get my coffee, going to do errands. I rarely see anyone out and about. There's not a single soul. And of course, this isn't something new. Even 10 years ago when I was living in Minneapolis, going to all the urban areas, I don't think I ever really saw anyone. I mean, there were people. But nowadays, I can basically count on my hands, on my fingers, how many people I actually see in any given in, in any time period of the day. Doesn't matter. Morning, evening, afternoon, even rush hour. Everyone's in their cars. Or I don't know. For a city of half a million people, I don't even know where are they? And in that case, I wonder, maybe they all just stay at home. But I don't know. I don't really know how a city can survive when everyone is basically either stuck at home or driving their cars somewhere. I mean, I barely see any parked cars anymore. So it doesn't really bode well for the future of anything in the city. Retail, any kind of activity. I just don't understand it. And it's driving me to think, I don't know, what is this city really about when you can't really see anyone? And that's the thing. Any, you know, there are other cities in America where they're quite auto-oriented, but it's like you still can find places in the city where people are just walking about, doing their thing. And I feel like Minneapolis has done a really good job of making it just super easy not to have to walk or use your legs. And the irony is that the city is super clean. The sidewalks, when it's not winter, are actually pretty decently kept up. And, you know, the streetscapes, of course, vary, but... In general, it's actually quite pleasant. So, I really don't know what it is. It's like, sure, I can find the maybe two to three blocks in the whole city that there is sort of 24-7 foot traffic. But it just doesn't make any sense. In general, the city looks quite dead. And it beguiles me. And it makes me want to move away. I actually had someone recently relate to me. They had come back from Philadelphia. And basically people were was stopping her on the road and being like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And she's like, no, I'm just, I'm just walking. I'm just walking on the sidewalk. And isn't that something you do? <laughs> 
And I get it. I mean, lately the world is a little bit crazy. There's <clears throat> the <clears throat> sense of safety in the Twin Cities has definitely changed. And I think the memory of the riots is really still very present in people's minds. But the irony is that that's always been there. there people have always been passively, aggressively afraid of irrational city-ish things. I mean, Minneapolis compared to the rest of the country is pretty tame in terms of what's going on on the street. Certainly there have been upticks of examples of just dysfunction and it makes one wonder, well, how do you conduct yourself and how do you approach these situations and of course the midwest mantra is just avoid it all avoid it as much as you can and of course you know who's to say hey you know like who am i to tell anyone to subject themselves to discomfort for the sake of urbanism and city life but i think at the end of the day we really lose something by practicing avoidance, I think this city is ever more inching towards obsolescence. It's just not going to be relevant to live here anymore. I mean, at that point, you might as well live in the suburbs. I feel like I see more people in the suburbs because you can go to places where clearly there will be people, right? You know, you go to a store in the suburbs, I mean, it's packed. You know, there's more people in a Michael's in the suburbs than there are like in a quote unquote retail district in Minneapolis. I mean, and, you know, obviously speaking to obviousness, but it's the fact that the city is not really a city when you come down to it. It's just a bunch of blocks of houses and sidewalks that supposedly people use and that's it and it seems like even the retail in the Twin Cities has become all destination retail meaning I could go for blocks walking down you know let's say north downtown uh, St. Anthony quote-unquote northeast and not not see a single soul on the sidewalk and then boom I walk into Kramarchuk's which is the Ukrainian restaurant and it's it's packed. It's lying out the door almost. And and I'm like, well, where did all these people come from? Obviously, they drove. But it's like you couldn't tell there was any activity or anything interesting going on just by, like, walking around or even driving around. It's like you just have to know that Kramarchuk's was the place to be. So, like, what are the solutions and as an urbanist, look, I don't think there is a design solution because this is cultural. This is societal. I mean, when I was a kid going to Uptown, it was happening. They were like, I felt like hundreds of people on the sidewalk. Nicolette Mall. I remember a time when I had to squeeze through people on just like an average weekend, not even a busy weekend. So... People used to be out and about. I mean, we see that in, in historic pictures. 
And people like me obviously have memory of a Minneapolis that was bustling, vibrant. People were out and about. And you know what? There were even less people in the city per the census. So it's possible for people to congregate and want to be out and about. But I don't think it's a design problem. I don't think it's like if you suddenly put a bunch of businesses in like one spot, it'll just happen. I mean, it could, but there's so many other factors going on right now. Obviously, we see with the Nicollet Mall renovation, it didn't really do anything. I mean, made a nice street, if you can call it a nice street. I mean, it's just a concrete street. There's nothing with some furniture that they sometimes put out. Um, you know, but there's no businesses. The businesses that were there in anticipation of whatever crowd was going to come went away. And this was all even before COVID. So I don't know. I mean, I think we need to be mindful about the public investments we're making now. You know, do does Nicollet Mall need $300 million renovation when we saw what it was ser- like it wasn't serving any purpose essentially. I don't know. Of course, I can't speak to the numbers and what the results were, but you know, what where should we be putting money? Obviously, we look at we invest in a, you know, bus line like orange line and that gets way more attention and actual practical use than maybe let's say a light rail and there's just a real i think there's definitely a dissonance between you know the people making decisions about the built environment have a memory of a twin cities that is very different and possibly could come back. You know, we plan for the future. But I don't, I'm not so convinced anymore. You know, it's been, I think, two decades of sort of general plan thinking. And the investments we've made haven't really yielded the things that I think we were expecting them to in terms of, you know, remaking our city to be more livable. Last note would probably be, you know, housing. Um, The only thing that is working is wherever there's dense housing, there's clearly an increase in pedestrian activity. And, you know, I think about actually Stadium Village, you know, back in the day, it was quite dead outside of, you know, quote unquote, commuting hours for students. But now I see it's it's kind of like active all the time. And of course, light rail had something to do with that. But I mean, even there's cases where areas of dense housing like Westgate Station doesn't didn't really yield much. I mean, if anything, most of the storefronts in those buildings over in St. Paul, they've actually out of business no longer. I mean, so really uncertain future and it's really up to individuals to decide whether they want to create a city that is meaningful and that they want to be a part of 
That's all I got. Thanks for listening to the Musing Vibe podcast. If you like this, please subscribe and share the podcast with your friends.